Aloha, welcome to Mana Bombs podcast powered by Pomahina Designs. It's me, Kanoi Nani David. And me, Kulali Jeremiah Wang. Aloha, Kako. Well, we are still in our Mahina Olelo Hawaii, our Hawaiian language month. And our word of the day is hoa. Hoa is the Hawaiian word for friend, companion, associate, colleague, comrade, partner. When you're looking it up in the Hawaiian language dictionary, it's number one of four. Because our kupuna were so awesome and so maikai or great in all of their word selections that there's many meanings for one word. So in this particular instance, we're using hoa as friend. So aloha eke hoa. Aloha. I love having my hoa in my life. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay, today our daily monobong is darling. You are not alive to seize any of those mother shikjo mouths. <laughs> and what we want to focus on is it's true. And yet we find ourselves drained and lost. Why is that? The way we want to engage conversation is, was there an instance where you have given or felt like you had to meet the standards of society in order to fit in? What about relationships? Have you had to completely change just to make it work? And gain nothing but hurt and pain. So that's our engagement for today. Uh, has this instance ever happened to you? You know, I think as a child, I learned how to just give. I came from parents who the first thing was service. You know, everything was about service. So when there was a family paina. You know, the girls got up and we did all the cert. We served the food. We cleaned up the mess. We cleaned up the party. And then we went home. So uh, growing up and going into my adulthood, I recognized that I carried all of those same attributes or those same lessons. And I I would be the one standing up and going to serve the food and cleaning up after it was done, making sure it was finished. And it wasn't until I got older and recognized that the, the new generation coming up needed to learn these lessons. Um, that's when I let go. Let go of, of just constantly giving. Because after a while, you get really burnt out. You know, party after party after party, expectation after expectation of the family. They know that your family is the, oh, that's the kitchen family, the party family. They're going to clean up afterwards. So you have family that are digging out from the party, not helping. And yeah, I think that's where the givings till I was drained happened in those instances. But relationship wise, you know, I never really had a boyfriend in high school. I mean, I, you know, the quote unquote boyfriend that you get that, oh, you're so like head over heels for it. He's cute. You see him during the day, but your parents are so strict that you don't even hear from him at night because you can't give him your phone number. Yeah, but you still try, right? I mean, I still tried. I still tried to give to that relationship and to the point where it was so draining that I was like, you know what? I can't do this. I'm good. <laughs> I like you. You're a good friend. Let's just be friends because it's less stress on my back. I don't have to worry about hiding from my parents. See you in the store. I'm cutting corners to avoid you. So you don't be like, babe. And my mother walks behind me like, Whoa. you know? Uh, yeah, I think I've, Growing up is when I experienced a lot of this give and no refresh 
So a lot of the nourishing everything else, the nourishing and the deprivation piece, right? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that's what off, off the top, off the cuff, that's kind of what I thought about when, when I was looking at this particular mana bomb. But what was going on in your life or at that particular time when you wrote it? Because I know this was um, this was a mana bomb from like 2019, was it? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Yeah, this is a like a December, so wintry, the winter season of 2019. What were your thoughts when you were writing this? Which if I look at my patterns, I understand why it's always during those months. But anyway, <laughs> uh, really, I think it has to do with a pressure because I was raised the same way you were raised uh, with always giving, you know, and always working and always uh Really, it, show, it we were taught it showed your worth, right? To be able to work, get up and help, offer assistance, and be there for others, it showed you were worth something. And I will admit, like, I grew up, and I, I do admit, like, sometimes I tell this to my kids, but then, you know, it's really harsh, but it, but it got into my brain. So I really am very conscious about what comes after I say it to my children today. But when I grew up, it was, if you're not doing anything or you cannot provide anything, you're not worth anything. And if we were all trying to survive somewhere, you'd be the first person I'd eat. (laughs) Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I was raised with. So, of course, I was like, that's probably why I have tons of talents to this day. And I applied myself in everything was because. Yeah, I don't want to be eaten first if we're all dying. <laughs> me neither. Me, please don't eat me. Like, I'm probably the most chubbiest one. I'm plenty good meat, but no. <laughs> yeah, and it was always like, you know, don't you don't want to waste time and space and effort. You have to contribute, be a contributor to your family, to yourself, to your community. So that was my mentality growing up. So giving is not an issue. Like, if I can, I'm going to give. And I have. And but what I've learned and I've recognized, there's two different things. So like in society, it's keeping up with the Joneses, right? So we've spoke about this before. There's this part where we have to appease and be whole, you know, uh, and peely within a society to quote unquote fit in. And so that becomes draining because we cannot be ourselves. We recognize, we start to stray away from who we truly, truly are. And hello, it's very expensive. Um, As far as like relationship wise, you know, I really believe in unconditional love, this word. And so giving meant with nothing in return, no expectation. You just give. And I think you said it earlier when you said like there's another generation or maybe the generation that we grew up in forgot that it comes with responsibility and responsibility isn't necessarily a condition, uh, creating the constraints to love unconditionally with expectation can be the condition. And so what I recognized is I can love unconditionally, even if somebody doesn't appreciate it and keep giving but to an extent, as you had mentioned earlier, because I I shouldn't have to create boundaries, but I create boundaries because people keep crossing them or they don't have boundaries. 
So we shouldn't have to live a life of boundaries. It should be free of boundaries, but we create them because not everybody's doing their job to recognize where the disrespect is and being selfless and unconditional. There's always that expectation that I have to be happy when I leave your space. And it doesn't matter if I take from you or you give me everything that you got and I walk away from it. I'm not going to contribute. And so that relationship, and that could happen in work. It could happen in love. It can happen in friendships. It can happen in a lot of things. But in this instance, it was talking about unconditional love and that giving to please somebody, not for myself, but for the whole, not even for the other person, for the whole, the peace of the whole. And somebody had asked me one time because I started to draw these lines and I started to walk away and was asked, I thought you loved unconditionally. I thought you loved like you're not showing that love right now. You're walking away from me. I need you right now. How dare you? And I had to sit and think about that. I had a little guilt, like you're right. I'm supposed to love and give and give and give. And then I stopped and I went, oh no, yes, I do love unconditionally. But here's the thing. I gave you unconditional. You started to take from me. So I have to now love myself unconditional to replenish what you have taken. That's where that whole thing shifts for me. And we have to recognize that word aloha. It's reciprocation. There is a point of giving before it's then expected and taken. That's where we have to stop. We should all just be giving completely, in lovingly, unconditionally. And when we get to the point of expectation and it starts to really drain ourselves of our own mana, that's when we have to stop and recognize, turn that unconditional love back to yourself. Give back to yourself. That person is not ready for that type of type of love that person is not ready okay. for that so yeah that was my that was actually weeks <clears throat> probably like four weeks now that i remember there's probably like four weeks prior to that very instance where i talked about where i recognized what unconditional love was for myself because i always looked at unconditional love for somebody else so yeah what is really interesting, too, about that particular date is we were in, that was, the, I think it was like around the, the 6th, was it, of 2019. 20 days later, we were at Disneyland. And just kind of like, we went. We went to go to enjoy ourselves, to show love for ourselves, you know, to mahalo the fact that we were both alive at this age, in this time, you know, and know that we, that's how we, we work. We work generously and we work unconditionally and we recognize when we need to ask for help. And all of these things are just a whole of that relationship that you're building with your whole. So yeah, I, I totally get that. I I don't remember, I don't remember reading that one, but I know I would have been like, shut your mouth, you know, you know me and my hashtag, all these extra things nowadays. But um yeah, I heard Missy Elliott. <laughs> when I when I read this one from Mano, this particular Manaba, I'm like, oh yeah, can you hear me now? No, no, oh my gosh, what's that song? Shut your mouth. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 
totally heard Missy Elliott. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was with some sass. <laughs> Yeah. So that was that was it for me. And uh yeah, I think it also goes in with relationships with friendships too. I've had that experience with friendships as well, where it crossed the line of and for me the materialistic things are not so bad. I can last giving or being a part of that or sharing in experiences for a very long time. I think it's when it's just mana and emotions that drained 10 times more fast than finances because kind of if you look at finances you know exactly where your bank account is going to hit zero (laughs) you know you can't go anymore whereas with emotions and mana it doesn't give you a gauge like that your body starts to take a toll your mind starts to take a toll you start to uh move away from things slowly and you may not even be conscious of it so yeah when it comes to mana and emotions that's where it's really affected me and that's when i have to put a stop but materialistically it has been okay i yeah if i can't if i have it i'm giving it you know so i've been there yeah girl trust i've been on the i've been on the receiving end of all of your generosity and i'm not gonna lie or front i'll be like thank you you know um but because i I and my finances aren't, aren't, I guess, well available like that. I try to give back in other ways and recognize that, hey, I can help doing this. I can, I can provide time. I can provide space. I can provide, uh, you know, brain power of mind. If that helps, um, what is one suggestion or one thought you can leave with the then, you know, this millennial generation, there's a whole new generation that, you know, with, with online dating and them trying to build relationships online, I've noticed that this give and take is really hard to do online, you know, because there's already an expectation that, hey, you're jumping on an, on a dating app to, you know, meet people. And some of us, like me, I go to make friends, but other people are seriously there to make relationships happen really, you know, quickly. They just want to jump into a relationship but what is something you can share with these millennials that might help them in their process going through this that, um, you know, could kind of help them understand that, hey, it's OK to take a step back and kind of process all of this. You know, this this relationship building doesn't have to be scary or full of expectations. What would what, what you share? Like, I'm sure you have something great to, you know, kind of give them. Yeah, I don't know if I. I think what I what I'm going to share now is not necessarily specific to online dating or dating in general. It should be something that they should put into their life. I would share daily. And what we have lost with technology is again pilina, and not pilina as in a relationship. Pilina as in connecting with somebody. That's easy. What we're missing, the key component is the meaningfulness, the engagement, and the selflessness. What has happened in time for the past 20 years, we've created a place of take, take, take. My presence is good enough, right? So it goes back to your story and my story being raised of having to have some value in a space 
other than that, you're just showing up and you're present. And I hate to say this, your presence is not good enough. What are you contributing? And sometimes, and I'm not just talking about physical presence, right? The meaningfulness, the engagement, you know, even if you didn't have money or you didn't have to offer something that is quote unquote deemed as valuable today, you do have value and it could be engaging with a person. Sometimes it's not about what is it that I need to know about you so I can make a decision about myself. You've already stopped the meaningfulness connection. How about you change your questionings to, I want to know about you for you. And maybe there might be things in there I actually am attracted to. And now I've changed my mindset from, you have to have certain requirements for me to even continue a conversation with you versus we're just going to connect on a regular level where it's just, you are beautiful for you. I am beautiful for me. And let's have a meaningful conversation. If it does not work out, so be it. But I bet you something in that meaningful relationship, that meaningful engagement, that selfless moment, you both share a type of mana that you both could walk away from. And you may not know it at that time, but something happened. And it's like putting a plug into the outlet. You know, you, you don't know it's on until you actually switch the button on. So yeah. that would be my advice, even to myself. I'm reminding even myself, have the meaningful, really, uh, sorry, the meaningful conversation. Get to know somebody for who they are. Engage. And when I talk about engage, sometimes it's not even just talking about yourself the whole time. Sometimes <laughs> it's asking questions to get the other person to feel comfortable and secure to engage with you, you know? Yeah. So that would be my advice more on a sense. That would be Ho'amana advice, actually, on a day-to-day level of interaction versus anything specific. Because if you can apply that with everything, a lot of things will turn on for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally see that. And, and I can appreciate that. And like, I appreciate a phone conversation versus texting. Millennials, I don't know how much conversations they've actually had on a phone. <laughs> I mean, they have a phone, right? They have their phone everywhere they go. But do they actually like put it on speaker and have a conversation, you know, where they can get to the meat of that relationship with somebody? So, yeah, I, my my whole thing is have that conversation. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so if anybody is having that doubt, you be what you want to see. Be the change that you want to yes. see. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Be the change you want to see. Love that. Oh, and don't forget, Kako, that we have lots of great stuff coming up in March. And again, we want to shout out our new patron, our new patrons on Patreon. That was Karina Travis and Anne Romero. And if y'all are wondering what they get, listen, check it out. Patreon.com slash money bombs. <laughs> yes. And Oh, I'm really excited to share too. We will be having, well, Pomahina Designs will be having Mahalo Kulani. With that being said, it's me, Kanwai Lani Davis on the island of Molokai. And me, Kulani Jeremiah Wong, kicking it here on Oahu. Aloha kako! Thank you everyone for spending some time with us today. Please don't forget to like, 
comment and subscribe and listen to what happens next. Thank you.